Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibromyalgia. And today's guest is Amy. So welcome to the show. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for having me on today. I'm very excited to be here. So I always like to ask the question, how did you get started and what you're doing today? Sure. So start off, I actually have my doctorate. So my doctorate in physical therapy and got that, oh, back in 2009. So about 12 years ago. And I started looking at traditional physical therapy and I actually helped people in chronic pain in that world. And then I started shifting out of physical therapy and out of the traditional physical therapy realm when I realized that we need to do something more with the body. We need to look at that internal wiring and how we can change our internal wiring in our nervous system to create a full body change in how we feel pain and how we can move, how we can interact with others. And even goes into your psyche and how well your mind is and how that plays into your pain. So I started looking at body repositioning, started studying it, started looking at breath work, various types of, there's so many types of breathing out there, different methods that are used to help people all over the world and have go back into the ancient times. But what I really was interested in is how the position of our body and our rib cage can put us into that fight or flight mode, or it can take us out of it. And we didn't, most people don't realize that we don't realize that that perfect posture where we're taught chest out, shoulders back, suck up your gut actually puts you in fight or flight mode and we adapt to it. We can adapt to it very quickly within a matter of minutes. And then all of a sudden we're in fight or flight mode and that actually impacts the way we breathe. And then if our breathing mechanism changes, we're in further fight or flight mode. And now we have two body systems that are putting us in fight or flight mode. So everything else that comes in our world, we're already at a heightened state. Mm-hmm. And what happens then is we get stressed. Something happens physically to us. Our body's muscles start to contract in a fight or flight status, starts to pull our body out of position, especially if we're already out of position because we put our rib cage in, in a bad position and it eventually leads to chronic pain. It can be full body pain. And that's where I see people with fibromyalgia. I have clients with fibromyalgia. We have to shift their fundamentals, basically how they position their rib cage and how they breathe. And then they start to get relief. But until they shift that, they have a hard time getting relief because the state of their body dictates that fight or flight nervous system tells the muscles to go on tension all over their body. Guess what? You're going to have pain all over your body. You're going to hurt everywhere. People touch you. You're going to hurt. And for people who are suffering with fibromyalgia, I, I feel for them from the bottom of my heart. And I understand why they don't want anyone touching them. And I say the first, the first type of treatment you should get should not be hands-on because your body can't accept it because it's in a state of fight or flight mode and it doesn't know how to come out of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember, I, I remember when I was at my worst people touching, just giving me a hug was like painful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Your body is in fight or flight mode. So here's an example I give to people. Let's say you pick up a bucket of water, Mm -hmm. lift up that bucket of water. You're holding it up. You know, the muscles in your upper arm, 
are working. You know, your biceps are contracting to hold that up. If you don't feel it, it's going to start, you're going to start talking to you and you're going to start to feel it and you can put it back down and the muscle relaxes. Now, let's say you're holding up that bucket of water and a gunshot goes off that you're not expecting. Your body is going to tense up all over the place. That is fight or flight tone. That's muscle tone and contraction that happens to us without us realizing. And it happens in response to a stressor. If I go and put that bucket of water down, I've released my bicep muscle, but there's still some underlying tension in that muscle and all the muscles throughout our body. Mm-hmm. It hasn't let go. Now, if I don't do something about it within the next few minutes and calm myself down and really release it, I'm going to habituate and stay in that tension mode throughout the, all my body with those muscles. And it's going to stay that way because my nervous system adapts and it adapts pretty quickly because I'm breathing in a fight or flight state because I just heard a gunshot. So now my muscles are going to tighten because I'm breathing in a fight or flight state and it just continues and perpetuates. Now, if you imagine all the stressors in our life, work, family, relationships, if you have kids, um, driving, what am I going to eat? Do I have enough money? Is my boss mad at me? Am I, do I have my own business? Do my stress to find, you know, clients or customers, every single one of those stressors do the same thing as that gunshot that I was just talking about. They cause muscles throughout your body to tighten up without your awareness, without you realizing it's happening, because a lot of times it's very subtle. And then we have added stresses. And then I hear I'm so tight. My hamstrings are tight. I can't bend over. I can't breathe or I've never been flexible. And I say, that is not because the muscles are inflexible or not the right length. It's because of your nervous system is telling the nerves to tell the muscles to guard and your body is out of position because you can change your hamstring length within three seconds without stretching. It has to do with your nervous system and the position you put your body in and the combination of those can have powerful effects and impacts on your body. And we, and it's, so it, it's not just people with fibromyalgia. We have, we all just sort of just tense right up of all the stresses in life. We do. We do. And people who I see who have fibromyalgia, they are often aware of the pain, but they don't know how to release that sympathetic fight or flight tension that's going on in their body. And so the muscles just contract and contract and contract because there is not a knowledge or awareness on how to release it. Some people can release it and don't end up with conditions like fibromyalgia Mm -hmm. and they can release it, but sometimes our body's not trained on how to release it. And so then you end up in this chronic pain situation. Well, how do, how do people release it? There's it's a process. So everyone's different, but we have to work on your body position, getting you out of that fight or flight state with your rib cage. So first we have to look at how you move. What are all the activities that you do? So when I'm working with someone, I say, okay, let's have you reach up. I want you to reach forward. I'm going to have you stand and lift up one knee, lift up the other knee. I'm going to have you bend over. I'm going to have you squat because I'm looking at all the different activities you do during the daytime to see how patterned you are to keep yourself in fight or flight mode. People are often shocked that all their daily activities, they are putting themselves in fight or flight mode just by bending over to load the dishwasher. And so once we go through that and we look at their specific body, we also then start shifting 
how they hold themselves and how they breathe because the breathing mechanism that they use can either also put them in fight or flight mode or relax them down. So if they are breathing and their rib cage lifts up, they're going to be in fight or flight mode. If they're breathing and their lower ribs stayed anchored down, they're going to relax. If they're blowing out and they suck their belly in as they blow out, they're going to be in fight or flight mode. If they blow out, let their belly button come loose, let their belly open up as they blow out. So the rib cage can come down, they'll relax. And so it's a, it's a process. Sometimes it's hard for people to get it initially, but they can get it over time. And a lot of times people need a transformation, just as you know, this builds up over time. We have to work our way backwards and take it away over time as well. Yeah. So, so the breathing's a big thing, right? It's half of it. It's not everything. A lot of people think, oh, Amy's just about breathing. (laughs) No, Dr. Amy is not just about breathing. It's how to combine breath work with your body position, because it's the magic of those two together Mm -hmm. that can get you out of chronic pain that you've had for decades. Yeah. And I, is it like, do you need it? Do you, you find people with fibromyalgia, they can't like sit up straight and it's painful and stuff? No, it's not necessarily that often they're sitting up way too rigid and they don't know how to let go. So, and each person is different, obviously. I mean, you could have, because there's compensations on top of compensations, but a lot of times people are taught, okay, if you have pain, make everything as strong as possible, make it as rigid as possible. So you protect it. Well, guess what? That's just going to cause you more pain and it's going to make your pain chronic. So often I'll see people are sucking up their guts to try to hold that core in really tight. and, And I tell them, that doesn't mean you have a tight or good core. That means you you're crushing on your digestive tract, which is going to hurt your digestion. You're sucking it up and in. So now you're not going to use your diaphragm to breathe and you're pulling your body out of position. So you're going to set yourself up for pain because now your rib cage is elevated. Uh-huh. So you're going to add a torque on your low back. So you're highly likely going to have low back pain and you set your nervous system up. So I say, no, we got to get rid of these old conventions of suck it up and in, hold your body tight, do that Superman posture, because it's all it's doing is hurting people and hurting their, their systems in their body. Yeah. And then if one system is off, then most likely all the other systems are off. Unfortunately. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. So like, I want to know what's like what do people need to know about the nervous system? Because people don't know about the nervous system. Yeah. So the one that I'm talking about that really plays a role in this, this whole pain cycle is the autonomic nervous system. It's the system that runs your blood pressure, your heart rate. It allows your organs to function and to work at their optimal level. But it also has three components, the enteric nervous system, which is your gut, your digestion and the motility and your, your digestive tract. Then you have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest, digest, relaxation, sleep mode. Mm -hmm. And then your sympathetic nervous system, which is that fight or flight mode or freeze mode when you're in that ultimate terror. And so if we look at those systems, they run in the background. We don't consciously think I'm going to put myself in fight or flight mode right now we don't really think about it. They're necessary. All three systems are necessary. You know, if I'm being chased by a bear, 
you bet your booty. I'm going to stick out my chest, suck up my gut. And I'm going to run for my life right? because I'm in fight or flight and I'm, I better flee. Otherwise I'm going to get eaten. But at the same time, that nervous system is designed to be active for a short period of time. We're supposed to spend the rest of our day in a relaxation mode where we function and we just, we go through life and things are not in that heightened state. The problem is with modern society, we put ourselves in fight or flight mode all day long. And it becomes problematic because if you do that, all of your waking hours, your body can't let go so you can sleep at night. And I know a lot of people with fibromyalgia have sleep troubles. It's all related. If you're on, on, on ramped and ready to go all day long, your muscles reflect that just because you close your eyeballs doesn't mean your muscles automatically understand I need to let go now. Your, your body has changed position. So now you're elevated. Your rib cage is elevated. Your breastbone is prominent and sticking forward. It doesn't know automatically. Okay. I need to go in and release. I need to deflate my ribs. All of that needs to let go in order to go to sleep. It doesn't work like that. And so what happens is then we start to have sleep disturbances. Our body can't really let go to sleep, to have that nice, deep sleep, REM sleep to fully recharge. Then you're starting the next day ramped up and sleep deprived. And so the cycle just gets worse and worse. And what happens too, I see this all the time is when you're in that fight or flight mode during the daytime and your muscles are contracting to guard you and protect you. Sometimes we're moving, we'll exercise or we walk around. So they don't, we don't feel that tightness, but as soon as you stop moving and you try to sleep at night, now that fight or flight tension just increases, increases. And you wake up the next day, you have pain that wasn't there the day before, or you have tension that wasn't there the day before, all because that nervous system tension just overtook the muscles, told them to contract. Now the muscles don't know how to let go. And there's a lot of people out there who will do exercise and movement to keep this at bay because they don't know how to fully let go. And that's why there's this push for a lot of movement. And there's a push for breath work because we're trying to find ways to access that nervous system, to calm it down, to get into parasympathetic mode. But we can do this if we train ourselves incrementally and gradually to release and let go. It's a shift. It slows you down and makes you more calm, but it also improves your focus, your attention, your energy, your ability to perform. It decreases your pain. All these things that someone with fibromyalgia is struggling with, you can shift out of it. And we all need to sh- and that's what people need to do. And you've got to shift. Absolutely. Out Absolutely. People with fibromyalgia. Yep. You, we need to shift out of it and get to that, that peaceful, calm state. Does that mean I want you to be a slouch and sleep all day? No. What it means is when you start to shift out of it, you might be really tired. You might need a four hour nap because you're sleep deprived. So that way, when you sleep at night, you wake up, you're rested. And then when you do this breathing and body repositioning training, I call it the PABR method. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, you don't feel like you need to fall asleep afterward because you shift into a calm state that has energy where you can rest, relax, digest, but you don't need to fall asleep because you caught up on your sleep. And sleep is such a big thing that people with my to deal with. It really is. But think about you're in pain. You can't turn off. 
you haven't found a solution, it's going to be hard to sleep through that. It really is. You're constantly worried because you're thinking, am I going to live the rest of my life in this pain? And some people have different pain tolerances that can handle it. Some people don't. And then it leads to anxiety and panic. And I know every bit of that pain is real. I put my hands on people with fibromyalgia working with them. I can feel every bit of that muscle tension, but I also feel it release when they learn how to release it and they feel the relief, but it, it does take some time because as soon as you release it, if you go back to your old habits and, or get distracted, your muscle tension is going to come right back because it requires a transformation and a mindset shift. It's a true physiological shift. It's not just all in your head. It's a true shift of how your nervous system is wired and how it impacts your muscles. That's interesting. And it's, I like how you said it's a mindset too. Absolutely. Yep. It requires a shift of your mindset in order to change your nervous system and those habits surrounding it. So tell us, um, is there anything else you would like to share? Sure. Um, we could talk about, so this power method that I developed it stands for pain, awareness, breathing, relief. Basically we're, tr- we want to work on transforming our body. So we have more control over it. Mm-hmm. If we think about when we're in pain, what do we do? We turn to something external. We turn to medications. We turn to a doctor. We turn to a chiropractor, a massage therapist, a physical therapist. We turn to someone hoping they will zap us or do something to us right. to cause a change. Our healing potentials are in our body, but sometimes we need to learn the correct way of accessing that again mm-hmm. before we can actually make a change and feel a change. But when you do, and you start to learn how to control it, that's what really allows you to regain your life back. One other thing that I want to say re- regarding that is often when I'm working with someone we talk about blowing out, let your belly out. No one likes to have a big belly, but the thing is we don't realize when you suck your belly in, you're compressing on your digestive tract. And I know people with fibromyalgia often have digestive issues as well. You're sucking it up and in, you're taking away space for your digestive tract. Mm-hmm. It needs space to move, to contract, to do peristalsis. If we're sucking it up and in, you're not giving it the ability to do that. So you're hurting its ability to absorb nutrients from your food to allow you to regenerate and replenish yourself. So we can shift into letting our belly come out. So our rib cage can drop down into neutral and our breathing changes and reflects that. Now it's hard to do that, especially in our society where we like to look for flat tummies. But if you think about little kids, toddlers, their bellies are out, their ribs are down. It's not until they learn from a well-intentioned adult, maybe not correctly, but a well-intentioned adult to suck it in, sit up straight, suck your belly in, shoulders back, chest out. Yeah. Taught that. And so when I work with kids who have chronic pain, guess what? They actually listened to their parents or their gym teacher or their coach. They listened. Unfortunately, the ones who can calm down, the ones who can, who are out of pain are the ones who didn't listen, who are roly poly, their belly's out, the ribs are down. They don't care. Yeah. We adults can take a lot of lessons from kids. If we kind of know how to look at kids and say, oh gosh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I have a two-year-old niece. So I'm sure you can look at her and see, look at her belly's out. Yeah. She doesn't care. She rolls and pulls. She can go on her head. She can do a somersault. And hopefully she won't listen when someone starts to tell her, suck up your gut. We don't want to see a belly chest out, pull your shoulders back. Hopefully she won't listen to that. So she can stay pain-free. And I think children need it. They need that. And we, we don't want our, the next generation to be pain-free. Like we, we are today with so many people. There's too much pain going around. We want people pain-free because guess what? When people are pain-free, they're happier and they have better interactions. They have better energy, better energy in their interactions. And it just grows. So as much as I can help someone, the more I want to do it. Exactly. So where can everyone find you? So I'm on social media all over. They just look up Dr. Amy Novotny or Amy Novotny, one of the two. And I really suggest people send me an email if they have questions on this or want some free resources, send me an email. It's amy at paberinstitute.com, P-A-B-R institute.com. And let's connect. I even do free 15 minute consults. If people are unsure of what they're looking for or want to touch base, we can do that as well. I'll put that all in the show notes. Thank you so much. I think my audience is going to get a lot out of this conversation. I really appreciate your time, Amanda. Thank you so much. And if I can help one person, it's a good day.